0: Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. Thank you everyone who is tuning in here today. Special thank you to those of you that subscribe on iTunes and also stay interactive with me. Leave me the feedback and the emails, all that good stuff. Love you guys. Appreciate it. All of that. So let's get down to episode number three. As promised, we're going to focus on power trios today. It's only fitting. It's the third episode. So three is all you need, right? Let's find out what bands, and I was being militant about this, what bands needed only three people to get it done on stage and in the studio. So and I'm going to go chronological as well, so we're going to take a history of the power trios, everybody. First off before we get started, yes this is limited to the trios and bands that have kind of you know dabbled in it here and there. You're you're not, you're disqualified. You're you're out. Sorry, sorry. Uh with one exception, I am leaving Jimi Hendrix experience off of the list. I'm sorry, Jimmy, but I found a place for you in a very uh... in a future show that is not far off so that's the only exception (laughs) i'm also discounting green day i have nothing against green day at all like the guys but you are not a power trio anymore you have like six guys in your band now when you're on stage so sorry sorry guys but you're disqualified basically i was just being Uh, militant about this because it's really it was really hard to will this down to 10 bands but i think i found 10 solid acts for you of all types of rock and roll i'm very excited about this show especially gonna gonna show off the range a little bit hopefully after the first two episodes but hey every show is different that's what it's all about gonna get started here on the very first band i guess the band that invented the power trio if there are, if anybody has any uh, descending votes about that, please let me know. I maybe, maybe I'm wrong about this, but the band that made the Power Trio cool, in my opinion at this point in time, is a band called Cream. Jack Bruce on the bass and lead vocals, Eric Clapton on the lead guitar and sometimes vocals, and the great Ginger Baker on the drums. What a rhythm section that is. I know Clapton's no slouch, but he is now, in my opinion. I'm not a big Clapton fan, to me, Cream and Derek and the Dominoes is about as good as he got. Don't like his solo stuff. Let me know what you guys think. But until then, I'm going to play a song from the very first album called Fresh Cream, which came out in 1966, and this song still sounds great. This song is called N.S.U.
1: Cigar. The only time I'm happy is when I play my guitar ah! 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 Sailing in my yachts, what a lot I This is something that just cannot be bought.
0: All right, that was NSU by Cream from the album Fresh Cream. And, you know, I I don't even know what NSU stands for because it's all, you know, n.s.u. If anybody out there knows, send me an email about it or a comment because I'm totally tortured now. No idea. I even looked it up before the show. So there you go. NSU. Great track. Doesn't matter what it means, right? It's all rock and roll. So coming up on the second band here, Chronological once again, is a band that formed just after Mountain and even played at the very first Woodstock. Talking about a band called Mountain, with the great Leslie West on guitar and vocals, Felix Papillardi on bass and sometimes piano, and Corky Lang on the drums. Yeah, you know, I I was going to put this song on the very first episode because I'm such a big fan of the first Mountain record called Climbing that came out in 1970. But this is one of those ones I cut off of the first episode. And it this actually gave me... Between this and another song I'm going to play today gave me the idea for the Power Trio's episode. So, hey, it all works out in the end. I'm going to play you one of my all-time favorite songs. This, this song is great. The, the first time I ever heard about this song, actually, was through Kiss. Because they admitted that they uh, lifted a lot of this song for their song, Going Blind, which is one of my favorite songs by them. So once i heard it i totally understood uh... where they got the influence for going blind this is a great song uh... i even heard this uh... on the sopranos one time that made me very happy i don't you love it when you hear songs playing in a bar in the background you actually know the song and it's like a really obscure song this is one of those can't wait for you guys to hear this song so i'm just gonna play it now if this is your first time hearing it sit back here we go this song is called theme from an imaginary western You go. That was Mountain with theme from an imaginary Western. Can that Leslie West play the guitar or can he not play the guitar? Leslie, one of the all time great rock guitarists ever. It is such a damn shame what is happening with him right now in the sense that he's going to lose most of his leg, which is just horrible. Uh, Leslie's got diabetes and he's having to get most of his leg amputated, which. And and watch, he's still gonna go play shows after this. I, I guarantee you that because Leslie's awesome and ridiculous. I just hope that uh, I just you know wish him a speedy recovery. And that that sucks, regardless of who you are. So anyway, I don't want don't want to bring the show down. I hope everybody liked that song. Uh, if that's your first time hearing it, let me know. Let me know what you thought about that. So now we're gonna move on and uh this i was gonna probably turn to a guys club here because i i think i've only met two women in the history of the world that actually like this band talking about rush you knew rush was going to be on this show they're one of the first power trios that come to mind of anybody i think so we got Getty lee bass vocals sometimes keyboards got the great alex lifeson on guitar and of course one of the most heralded and popular drummers of all time, Neil Peart. But what I'm going to do here today, I'm going to play you one of my personal favorite Rush songs, which actually comes off their very first album. And most people have only ever heard one song off this album ever. That song is Working Man, so I'm sure you've heard that on the radio. Some of you may not know that that's not even Neil Peart playing the drums. That is their original drummer, John Rutsey. So he's going to be on this track. I love Neil, don't get me wrong. Neil's greatness, but this is one of my favorite songs. It just happens to be on the first album, so here you go. You know, and I and I don't know if I'm alone in this, but whenever you hear Working Man on the radio and they do that little, you know, break in the middle where they just do this instrumental jam, does that not sound like something off like the first Sabbath record? Like, you know, they started at the same time, like in the early seventies, but uh, you know, the Rush album that I'm going to play here came out in 1974, so that was a good four years after Sabbath. So, does anybody ever hear that in Working Man, like you think you've tuned in to, like, a, a deep Sabbath cut on the radio? Anyway, let me know. But for now, enjoy one of my favorite Rush songs. This is a real nice, heavy track. Not too proggy if you're afraid of that kind of stuff. So I'm going to shake your Rush hand here with a, a song called What You're Doing. <laughs> That was Rush with What You're Doing With the apostrophe No apostrophe fail here on this show Hope you like that song Nice little heavy track there for you. And I'll admit it, the first time I ever heard that song Was actually the, the Skid Row cover So, and I, I, hey, I like that version too So check that out as well It's on the, the B-Sides album So, we're moving on here Now for something completely different Yeah, another band that started up in the early 70s Talking about ZZ ZZ Top One of the other first power trios that come to mind for sure, and boy, are they ever. The Reverend Billy Gibbons, lead guitar and vocals, Dusty Hill, bass, sometimes vocals, and Frank Beard, aka the only one without a beard on drums. Love this band, ZZ Top. Hey, I'm from Texas. ZZ Top is law down here. And uh, yes, we like our ZZ. This is a song from an album. They came out in 1972, their sophomore album, called Rio Grande Mud. And, you know, if anyone is ever listening to this and you work for Rhino Records, can you just put out the original mixes on CD already? Yeah, you put some stuff on the box set, but I want an original mix of Rio Grande Mud the way it was supposed to sound on CD, not with the uh, you know the synthy, treble-y sounding drums. I want the ones that sound like this. I'm going to play you this song... Of course, we got to do this one for many different reasons. And uh, you know who you are out there. This one's called Francine. Wow. was Francine by the great ZZ Top, little old band from Texas and once again that was uh, for a very special someone, that was for my baby. So you know for those of you who heard that song for the first time ever you're probably like geez that sounds a lot like Brown Sugar by the Rolling Stones and yes it does but what's even more hilarious to me is that ZZ Top actually has a song called Brown Sugar that was on their first album that sounds nothing like it there you go. All right, moving on. Gonna get into a little punk rock here, or whatever you wanna call it. Bands that came out of this, uh, the mid to late 70s in England and played a little bit faster, a little more to the point. Whatever you wanna call it. Call it punk rock if you want. I'm talking about a band called The Jam. And, uh, you know, Paul Weller, vocals and guitar, Bruce Faxton on uh, bass, and Rick Buckler on the drums very cool band to the point like it and i'm such a big fan of the co-lead vocals that's a great part of the jam sound in my opinion this is actually a song that came out the year i was born 1979 which also happens to be one of my favorite jam songs of all time and if you if you don't know enough about the jam go pick up their records they're all great you won't be disappointed such a cool band and even though they were considered you know punk rock or new wave or whatever good throwback band just Great 60s influence, but you know, with their own style. Played, you know, just I love their attack. You're gonna get an idea of what they're about in this song, so check out this song. It's called When You're Young. Whoa. Whoa. That was The Jam with When You're Young, which was actually a single release only when it came out in 1979, but you can find it on uh, many different jam best ofs. I think mine was like The Sound of the Jam or something like that. But uh, check out any of their stuff. You really can't go wrong. Love that song. We're going to kind of stay in that vein of uh, angry young European men from the 70s. Going to go with The Police now. Another great power trio. This is from their first album in 1978, and boy were they angry young men. Sting on uh, bass guitar, lead vocals, the great Andy Summers on guitar, and Stuart Copeland, one of the baddest men to ever pick up a pair of drumsticks. You will definitely get an idea of what that's all about on this track. This is, yet again, one of my all-time favorite Police songs. They are so angry on this song, and I love it and this one's called born in the fifties enjoy Alright, The Police with Born in the 50s. You know what I'm talking about now. Angry Young Men, yes. Uh, that's from their very first album. The same album that has Roxanne and Can't Stand Losing You on it. Uh, that album was from 1978 called Outlandos de More. So there you go. Hey, first take. Alright. You know what's funny? I actually got my first phone call uh, when, while I've been doing these shows, while I've been recording these shows. I got my first ever phone call in the middle of that song, but it's relevant to this episode Got a call from my brother music Logan, and I was like sitting there going, "Hey, you know, did I, you know, always consulting with him? Did I leave any really great power trios off of this episode?" He he knew who I was gonna play today, and uh, he said, pr- "I guess he kind of said probably not," but he did. I want to give him some credit here. He also did say that Triumph from Canada, the other Canadian power trio, Triumph is a power trio as well as Zebra, so little spoiler we're not going to be playing them today i've got nothing against those guys but uh you know they they would not make this top 10 cut as much as i don't mind those bands at all maybe you will hear them on future episodes there you go thanks for the tip logan zebra and triumph are both power trios so moving on going from the police to another band that came out uh, around that quote-unquote new wave movement. But what a great throwback these guys are. I mean, how brave were these guys, the Stray Cats I'm talking about. The Stray Cats coming out in the early 80s playing just straight-up 50s music. I mean, there's, you know, the 50s uh, the '50s comeback kind of came and went in the 70s, you know, with bands like Sha Na and stuff like that and the Grease movie you know, and th- this was real ballsy, I think. I mean, you got all these new wave bands and metal bands and then these guys come out playing straight-up 50s music like Eddie Cochran-type stuff. You know, not even the safe stuff. Like You could do Elvis or whatever, but you know, Eddie Cochran, Gene Vincent, you know, guys like that, I mean, great. Uh, you know, Brian Setzer, you know, everybody knows about him. He's, uh, besides the Stray Cats, Brian Setzer, great guitar player, one of the best living guitar players for sure great Lee rocker on stand-up bass and slim jim phantom on like the two-piece drum kit very cool band this is from their album that came out in 1983 called rant and rave and you know to me this kind of almost sounds like a mashup of shake rattle and roll and see you later alligator probably one of the reasons why i like it so much one of my favorite stray Cat song this is called look at that cadillac <laughs> Alright, that one was for the boys working out in the garage, and I know you're out there. That was the Stray Cats with, look at that, look at that Cadillac. Alright, so a mere two years later this album came out. This, we're going to go for something completely different here, but yet another great power trio. band called Husker du. Bob Mould on guitar, Grant Hart on drums, and Greg Norton on bass with uh, Bob and Greg sharing lead vocal duties here and there during the band. Very, very cool band. You know, only in the last few years have I really, uh, you know, really finally understood the greatness of these guys. Uh, once again, I think Logan really turned me on to these guys. Between uh, him and I remember hearing Anthrax do a cover of this song I'm about to play, so it's still one of my favorites by them. Probably one of their more well-known songs, especially with the fan base. So once again, if it's your first time hearing this song, let me know because uh, this one's great. Just, uh, and this is a song from 1985. Keep telling yourself that while it's playing. Just a cool, cool song, way ahead of its time. This is from an album called New Day Rising. And yes, this album came out in 1985. This song is called Celebrated Summer. Enjoy. celebrated the summer by husker do that's one to uh you know put the top down on the car and speed a little bit you know we're just getting into fall now though but uh that one always takes me into the summer for sure it's a great song celebrated summer hope you like that one now we're moving on to a band that started up in the uh berkeley area in san francisco in the mid to late 80s talking about a band called primus a band that based their fan base on Making sure that they went out and always told you that Primus sucks. I remember seeing a piece on them. And I was like, Why does their why do they want their fan base to say they suck? But uh I, I love that kind of sense of humor. Uh so we got Les Claypool, of course, the very renowned bass player plays the uh the six string bass and uh Pretty much has played it like nobody else ever has, so he definitely deserves a lot of credit. Uh, Larry Lalonde on guitar, from what I hear, he was a student of Kirk Hammett of Metallica, and Tim Herb Alexander on drums. The most famous lineup of Primus, but what I'm going to do, kind of like what I did on the Rush track, there's going to be a different drummer on this track. Tim's replacement in the 90s, uh, in the late 90s, a guy named Brian, his nickname is Brain, Mantia. This is from uh, one of my favorite Primus albums, actually, and they have some really good albums. I think this one doesn't get enough credit, and this is kind of why I have a show. I want to play some tracks you may not know as well. And uh, this is from an album called Antipop that came out in 1999. Uh, A lot of good reasons to get this record. Uh, Number one, you may not have it. Number two, a lot of good guest stars on there. There's a lot of producer credits from known people like uh, Stuart Copeland, who we just heard earlier with the Police. Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine, guys like that. Tom Waits uh, does yet another guest vocal with them. Uh, they they had worked together before, so Tom Waits is on that record, and so is uh, Jim Martin of Faith No More and James Hetfield of Metallica doing a guitar battle on this epic uh, song called, I think it's called Electric Eclectic or The Other Way Around. I'm going to play you this song, though, since uh, that other song is about 10 minutes long. going to play a fun little ditty. They would like me to call it ditty from that album. This is a tribute to one of the most killer buck and bulls out there, Bodacious. This is called the Ballad of Bodacious. <laughs> Alright, that was The Ballad of Bodacious by Primus. Probably the greatest song ever that was written about a real-life bull that has killed people before it. What possesses a man to get up on the bucking Bronco knowing that it may be the last ride you ever take? Uh, Is it just me? Natural natural selection, I guess. Uh, That's my only explanation to it, but hey, you know, Ballad of Bodacious. Hope you like that one. Nice little gallop on that song. So we're coming into the very, very tail end of the show here. It's time for band number 10. Last but certainly not least, one of my favorite bands. This is a band that came from Katy, Texas, which is a very, very, very small, small town next to Houston, Texas. This is a band called King's X. For those of you that may be grimacing right now, I'd like you to give this song a chance. I think they are one of the most underrated bands that probably ever existed of all time. They have been doing this here thing for uh, just uh, almost about 25 years now, recorded, and just, just a phenomenal band. I think Doug Pinnock, who's also their bass player, is one of the best lead singers of all time. He's got rock, he's got soul, I think he's the total package uh... the great uh... jerry Gaskill on the drums and Ty Tabor, also sometimes lead singer in the band great guitar player uh... doug and ty have all put out solo albums and i recommend all those i recommend anything you get your hands on as it concerns these guys i i love this band if you ever get a chance to go see them live they will hurt you they will just throw it down hard these guys <laughs> these guys aren't spring chickens anymore but they sure don't act like it i mean doug Pinnock is in his early 60s now and this song is only from three years ago so he was probably 59 or 60 when he recorded this song and tell me if you can actually tell i don't think he can i mean this guy sounds like he still has something to prove and i think he still does uh... maybe one of those bands that might be appreciated long after they're gone but for now i'm gonna appreciate him, and i hope you do too this is our closer i think this is a great closer this is song this is a song from their album called Fifteen, or the XV Roman numeral. It's a simple song called All Right. you feel good and positive that was kings x with all right from the album 15 go check out all of their records love that that new record is one of the best things they have ever done uh really like the dog man album as well recommend those and as i like to tell some of my hipster friends hey pearl jam likes them how bad could they be right so yeah that's uh i think that's just gonna do it here uh before i get out of here gonna do a few plugs Definitely go check out our CNJ Radio Network on cnjradio.com. There you're going to find all the show links, show notes, blogs, feeds, everything you need. Also the Wrestling House Show. And uh, having a lot of fun with that still. So go check out cnjradio.com. Of course, uh, leave the email, leave comments... Uh, If there is a particular Top 10 Rock Strikes 10 show you would like to hear, uh, go ahead and send me a suggestion. Like I said before, I will take all suggestions very seriously and under serious consideration. And who knows? I just might do it. So stay tuned. Definitely, once again, go subscribe on iTunes, leave a comment on iTunes, leave me some comments on the Facebook, I respond to everybody and yes I do Uh, go check it out I'll prove it to you and uh, tell your friends like-minded friends friends of music Uh, you know if you're a fan of any kind of music I think there is something on the show for everybody Uh, but I'm you know I'm not going to contrive myself I play what I like and I'm unapologetic about it so come along with me on the journey and uh, just thank you everybody for tuning in I'm going to go ahead and get out of here we'll see you on the next one and I have no idea what the next show is going to be like But I have a couple of ideas, so we'll just see what happens. See you on the other side.